0: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Yeah. on, Ranch in for a DP. And it doesn't escape me that we are filling in for Dan Patrick. Oh, it's great. It gets wild sometimes. I sit back and I'm like, Yeah,
3: babe, I gotta go to work. Filling in for Dan Patrick today. You know what? how I feel? I'm I'm just a kid from Union, New Jersey. All right, stop LeBron. I'm just a kid from Union, New Jersey. You're man. not from yeah, I am. I'm, I'm just in. a kid from Akron. <laughs> All right. And uh, it's always a pleasure. So thanks again for putting up with us, Kavino and Rich. We're on every afternoon, but it's fun filling in for Dan Patrick. And we were just one show away from the Dan Patrick hat trick. Yeah. So we got two shows today and tomorrow. And it's our last hour. It's been a lot of fun. Joel is on the ones and twos. Danny G on the phones, 877-99 on Fox. Spotty Boy on the videos at Cavino and Rich. And Kevin Wyatt. Kicking ass on the updates. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. I'm Steve Cavino. Again, just a kid from Union. Stop. Uh, Rich Davis. And we go old school. Throw it back on a Thursday. Yeah. Before we get into
2: more NBA, as we hit the final stretch of the NBA season, we'll talk some offseason NFL stuff because the NFL just dominates. But on a throwback Thursday, when 50 hits, we decided to talk about some old school cereals. Because well, we're up
3: an Adam extra. Early for Dan Patrick. Who's that, Adam? Adam Shine. Good morning. Unbelievable, <laughs> Adam Shine. Shout out to Adam Shine. Um, <laughs> now I got the number one answer on the board. Survey says every kid's favorite, but I'll save it because I want to go to the phones. Now it could be discontinued cereals too, because it's old school, like Mister T cereal. If it was any good, it wouldn't be discontinued. It tasted like Captain Crunch. I bitter fool. Don't eat my cereal. <laughs> So, you know, it could be any cereal that comes to mind, takes you back. And sometimes, like you said, Rich, it's a progression. As a kid, you loved cereal. They were marketing to you. That's why they stared down at you in the aisle. And then you grow up a little bit and you try to get healthy and you're eating all this like Kashi cereal. And you're like, you don't even eat cereal for a phase of your
0: life. Well, you know,
2: I, I feel like you retire from cereal. And then you have kids. Then you have kids, and, and all of a sudden like, it's, oh. like, it's like Cheez Its and Goldfish things yeah. that come back in your life because yeah. you have kids. I don't um, know.
4: For some reason, I feel like Covino can, can relate more to my <laughs> poorness than growing up. My my.
3: Childhood. Oh, but you know what, Joe? You I, would think that because yeah. he tries to act humble, but he was the most spoiled kid in the world. I was, yeah, I was I'm starting I'm to super, hear this. Super, super spoiled, spoiled kid. Yeah. But anytime I I talk about cereal and I say I was raised on cereal, my mom gets so offended, man. Steven, we made <laughs> bri- I made pancakes and omelets. You're <laughs> I mean, a liar. I'm like I'm a liar. We ate cereal every day. You're a liar. I'm like no, I'm not. Yeah, we loved Syria. I felt that for a while
4: and then I started to hear him.
2: Like, no, Joel, <laughs> honestly you would hard. think you would think as uh you know, I may come across as the uh, <laughs> the jerk from time to time. Cavino's the guy that was like He's the kid that got the new car in high school. He's the guy that had, like, designer clothes. He was the popular kid hitting home runs. So, nah, like, man, I'm that's, from the, that's the barrio of Union, yeah. New yeah, So let, he's going to
3: teach his kid all the tough ways yeah, of life Yeah, his right daughter's right
4: going to get a Mercedes when she's
2: 16. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't don't let this guy fool you. There's nothing humble by about the way, Steve I'm trying to get a
3: discount, so let me say uh, we're brought to you by Mercedes <laughs>
2: Benz. <laughs> there you
3: go. Brought to you by Mercedes don't Benz. Don't worry, your mom is going
5: to buy you a Mercedes. <laughs>
2: Steven, you deserve one. You're the most <laughs> handsome boy. Okay,
5: now I
3: got the number one. Huh?
5: you got the number one how about a couple that are off the board like not in your top five
3: all yeah ready i'll give you a few right. to get the the phones going okay oh, I, I, I know for sure no I one's going to one, say too. a few of these
2: <laughs> can i give you one that i enjoy as an adult but only at a continental breakfast at a cheap hotel all right sure. when they when that you crank the little thing raisin bran I love yeah. it. i'll have raisin bran yeah, as raisin bran. an adult but as a kid i was like no, raisin, was raisin, raisin yeah, bran. Bran.
3: but as an adult i actually enjoy raisins. two scoops yeah. of raisins in every box let's do the call and response two scoops of raisins are the reason Kellogg's Raisin Brand so pleasing. Yeah, pack no. it up, pack it in. <laughs> uh, I, don't think, I don't think that has the same clout. Uh, yeah, uh, and then as adults, Raisin, raisin, raisin,
2: raisin Brand Crunch. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't want to oh, give away my number one answer,
3: but I'll give you a call and response. Yeah. Cinnamon. Toast Crunch. <laughs> cinnamon and sugar, we're good baking one. up a bunch. We got the whole grain taste of mm, the cinnamon. cinnamon. Yeah. yeah, man, wow. I love it.
5: That, that's a top three for me. Golden grams right there with that. Yo, oh. Golden grams all day, Danny G. <laughs> and then if your parents, like my mom when she was a single mom, she would make the mistake of leaving the sugar bowl, out on the kitchen table with a spoon. Yeah. yeah. And whether we had generic Wheaties or cornflakes, we would pile the sugar Yo, on Danny top of
2: rice crispies. Yeah. I said this to on Spot recently and I was like, I'm glad you guys said it. That way I wasn't just the only kid that did it. I feel like regular rice krispies. Yeah. Maybe mom would say, cut up a banana, Richie, <laughs> yeah. but you you would sprinkle a, a spoonful of sugar over
3: your Rice Krispies to,
2: to give the, you know, that's By snapped. the way,
3: do you know, uh, a little fun fact, since we're talking cereal, old school cereals, old school in 50 I hits, do it every drop. Thursday. Let's see if they know. There was a fourth little like elf mascot, snap, crackle, and pop, obviously. There was a fourth one. And it wasn't slap. I, I heard you say it slaps. <laughs> snap, <laughs> snap crackle, crackle, pop, Oh, and- I know. I know.
2: Shazammy. No, it wasn't no, Shazammy. It was ch- Diabetes.
3: <laughs> no, it wasn't uh, Wilford Brimley. Um, do you want to know? I'll just say yeah. it. was. I believe it was Pow. pow. It was Pow. Yeah. Snap, Crackle, Pop, and Pow. Pow. And pow. Cut. pow didn't make the cut. Pow. All right. So pow was like Pete Best of the Beatles.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just
3: out. Kettle and wine mixer. Pow. I'm going to throw out a few of my favorites, but not my number one yet. And then we're going to the phones because okay. no one's going to say these. There was a cereal called S'mores Crunch as a kid that mm. I used to love, bro. Again, I was a spoiled kid but grew up on cereal, Joel.
2: I'll give you one that my parents S'mores crunch. My parents never let me get because even though all cereal is sugary garbage for the most part, my mom was like, This is crusting the line, Richie. She's like Cookie Crisp is just cookies. Oh, <laughs> no. I remember. Yeah. You know it was horrible. She's like about they're not those? even. She's like they're not even trying to disguise it. Here's, it's here's like just the cookies. Part. I would eat
3: it by the handful, right? Like <laughs> I'd stick my hand in the box, yeah. and the, the the roof of my mouth would be all sliced open from eating <laughs> yeah. these yeah, uh, those you things. Know. Were yeah, I might as well, sharp. <laughs> might as well put a
5: sleeve
2: of Oreo cookies in milk. And we're yeah. like, all right. right. Like, Sounds my good. Mom, my mom's like Richie. They're not even
3: trying to like pretend. What was Cookie Crisp? Had like a burglar on it or something? Like who were the mascots for that? Yeah, yeah, it was like a burglar. And a dog in it. It was a burglar. Um, there was a cereal discontinued. It was out for a minute in the 80s. I loved it. It was called Ice Cream Cones with Ice Cream Jones. He was the mascot. No one remembers that. And, you know, I brought up Mr. T. Herman's have favorite you cereal. joked
2: about the Ice Cream Jones theme song? Yes,
3: I have on our <laughs> Patreon show. Well, my name's Ice Cream Jones. Yeah, I sing it. She I Still does. sing it um, again because as a kid, it got in your head, and it's great marketing. But if you remember, they would take whatever popular video game was out or cartoon mm. was out, and they'd spin off a uh, uh, cereal that really didn't last long. And I'm always saying this because I don't think anyone else is going to say it, but you know, we had Pac Man cereal, we had Donkey Kong cereal. It all tasted like an off brand of. It Captain was, Crunch with marshmallows. It was all something. the same. They just changed yeah, whatever yeah. was popular. At the but top. I'll tell you, like you know Ecto Cooler became Shrek. Uh, yes, punch. yes. But, but, yeah. You know which one slapped like more than any other cereal I ever had. And this was—I wasn't even into the toy. I wasn't into the toy or the cartoon or anything. Oh, Rainbow Bright cereal? No, no. <laughs> but my but my siblings and cousins were—they were younger than me. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle had had a cereal oh, yeah. man with the little like uh, nets and the marshmallows. That's it was right. so yeah. good, dude. So I get, I give that a shout out on a Throwback Thursday, old school and fifty hits. Now your we phone calls, to you. Joel.
4: Wait Denny a G. I have to agree. Think with about you it. Rich. What you got? Cavino was spoiled. I mean, my goodness. You see
2: all those cereals he named? Brand name cereals. The guy had. Mom bought all those? Do you remember back in the 90s, Joel? This is a random reference, but do you remember a pair of jeans or a pair of pants that were super expensive called Z Cavaricis? No. They were very East Coast. They were like $100 for a pair. I remember my mom, like, I got one pair for Christmas one year. My mom was like, can you believe we
3: got you a pair? Cavino claims to have had like 30 pair of them. 35. But Man. here's the thing. Spoiled jerk. My mom spent Hatable so much guys. money on my Cavaricis, we had no money for food, so we had to eat cereal. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. If yeah.
4: you had more than one, we only, on weekends, we would get to choose a cereal. That would be the only cereal box in the house for the whole week. What was your go-to,
3: Joel? What was your favorite?
4: Well, we grew up on generics because it was five of them. Oh, you had Tasty So, no, we just had Flakes.
1: <laughs> flakes?
3: yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs>
2: Not even break out the flakes, just cereal. You know what? I'll be honest. I always there was something about it. I don't know why. I might be the only one. But do you feel like the texture of Special K made it better than Wheaties? I like Special K. Rich was eating Wheaties. I like
0: Wheaties.
5: That special K kind of got stuck to the roof of your the top roof yeah. of your mouth. It was weird. Did you say that I ate Weekies? You ate Weekies.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's Rich go to... Great nuts.
5: Let's weekies. go. Great
3: nuts was great.
5: Hey, cornflakes in the hood, though, Rich. That was in everybody's kitchen.
4: Cornflakes.
3: Cornflakes. No. No. You, corn you know flakes. where special K kicked in when oh, your yeah. mom went on a health kick? Oh, and yeah. that
4: sugar sitting on yeah. the table yeah. was a necessary <laughs> ingredient. Of course. More uh,
5: inflation uh, then the only sugary one, honeycomb. Remember honeycomb? Of course. Of course. Oh, Fruit so Loops good. is
4: one that you see a lot in hotels. Fruit Loops, yeah, that's another Fruit Loops. Yeah, another one. Yeah, one. Fruit Loops of
2: tricks for kids. Uh, John in Ohio, you're on with Kavino and Rich. In for Dan Patrick. Throwback Thursday, we're talking old school cereals. What's up, John?
6: Hey, guys. I uh, used to be in South Carolina, now I'm in Ohio, but... Uh, the
0: cereal that comes out at Halloween, Frankenberry, Booberry, and Count Chocula.
3: What's the best one?
0: Uh, I always ate Frankenberry, but when <sighs> Halloween comes around, I buy a box and I try a,
1: a bowl of it. Can I tell like- you,
3: bro, John, me and my uncle, cause he's like my older brother, right? We still fight about, till this day, which is the best. And it's so clearly Count Chocula. But he swears it's Booberry. You guys need to have better <laughs> arguments. <laughs> hey, do you want to fight about who's the GOAT, LeBron or Jordan, or Count Chocula or
2: Booberry? Camino sees his uncle twice a year. Hey, Uncle Joe, <gasps> I'm telling you it's Booberry. <laughs> That's what you talk about? <laughs> I swear to God. Hey, how's life? How's everything? Don't day. forget about life. Let's <laughs> talk about, uh, you know, Captain Crunch. I'm like, he's this guy's
3: crazy to think Boo Berry was the best. Uh, Kev,
2: <laughs> Boo Berry is the hardest to find. That's your biggest qualm with Uncle Joe. But those
3: are uh, great, <laughs> great old school cereals that still hit, in my opinion.
2: Kevin in Arizona, you're on with Kavino and Rich. In for DP. What's
3: up?
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo. Hey, hey, uh, you guys are forgetting one. I don't know if you remember Waffle Chris.
3: I do remember Waffle Crisp. There was Waffle O's, too, at one point, but Waffle Crisp was was bomb. They got soggy quick, though, didn't they? Mm, Yeah, but they had that that waffly, syrupy taste to them. I loved it. You know, uh,
2: we talked about one of my favorites, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You know what they have now? You go down the cereal aisle, they have like cinnamon churros and cinnamon French toast. They have all these variations now. They just try to get you. They try to get you. Yeah, they got
4: Oreo cereal. Yeah, they got everything, man. Uh,
2: Gerard in L.A. What's up, Gerard? You're on. Good morning, gentlemen. What's
4: up, man?
5: Uh, Love your show. Thanks, brother. It's your show. And even when it's not your show,
2: appreciate you, man. Uh,
6: 58160. I've always wanted to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. It, it, it's, it's gotta be
2: Crunchberries, guy. Mm, crunchberries. Mm, saggies. Mm, the captain. Mm. Mm.
3: You know, uh, John Sterling. <laughs> I'll tell you what, John though. Sterling, is he do the voiceover
2: for Captain Crunch?
3: He does. Mm, mm, Soggies. net mm. mm, as high. Not as far. Mm, it's a soggy. <laughs> mm, <laughs> crunchberries. Mm, the Stantonian blast. Mm, it is mm, gone. Crunchberries. John Sterling, the voice of the Yankees, is also the voice of Captain Crunch. According to us. According to us. But hold on. He said Crunch- Crunchberries? berries, yeah. In my family, we were a cereal family. Peanut butter crunch was number one. Out there, your mom's getting number so one. mad. Pe- peanut butter crunch was the Shizbam Snappy. <laughs> That's number one. Number no no no, not my number one. It was the number one of the Captain Crunch. Yeah, it's changed now though. Yeah, it's they not changed even peanut it. butter. They changed it. And by the way, you know it's Captain Crunch, right? It's not like Captain. It's Captain Crunch. Captain. Crunch. Captain. Well, no, how no do you spell? <laughs> no cap. Um, but there was Choco Crunch. There was the regular generic Captain Crunch. There was lots of them. I'm Anything a big fan. Anything
4: chocolate that could change the milk, oh. that, that, that's Yo, a front hold, runner. Hold,
2: hold yeah. your, hold your thought. you my number one answer. I think, I think you're leading. Is you and Kavino on the same
0: page? Look yeah, at you guys. Same um, cat.
2: Let's go to Thomas in Iowa, and then Kavino reveals number one. <laughs> what's up, Thomas?
6: Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, Fruity Pebbles, and what type of cereal person are you? Do you eat it right away or do you wait for it to get soggy? You know, me personally, I wait for it to get soggy.
2: A strategy, by the way, Thomas, is it first of all, you know the, the you know the famous phrase or meme like what psycho pours the milk in first? You got to put the cereal in first. Then you pour the milk over, and then a person that then, puts the milk in first is a person
3: that puts a, a shoe on before their sock. Yeah, it's well, ridiculous. And
2: then once you pour the milk in, then you take the spoon and push the cereal oh, around yeah. the outside oh, so that everything's submerged. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can't you can't eat it right away, but you don't want it to get too soggy. So you give it like almost like a thirty second count, or like a standing ten count. <laughs> you you got to give it a little break.
3: Old school cereals. We've talked mom cereals. But that guy's right. Fruity Pebbles is in my top three. Fruity Pebbles is great, but it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's very tricksy. The, I have, right? I have it's, have four, it's just like tricks and shape different, little pebbles. I have four
2: that stand out, and I refuse to say Mount Rushmore because that's what everyone does, so I won't do that, but I have four that stand out, and I think one of them is your number one, so I'll, I'll lead you into it, but okay. I think Fruity Pebbles mm-hmm. is on the list, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. Mm. I like some Lucky yeah, Charms but just but based you, on if those stupid marshmallows.
3: If you, yeah, but again, in my house, you just got the uh, you got the box without the marshmallows because I would just eat all the marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. You know, I did that as an adult. My wife's like, <laughs> How?
2: she's like, you're eating all the kids' marshmallows. I'm like, shut your mouth! Don't they just sell the marshmallows now? <laughs> they do. That's the, yeah. That's Fat America for okay, me. Okay, so uh, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms, Fruity Pebbles, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and the number one that I think we agree on? Okay. My, say, hold on. My let's see. number
3: one, because I would eat it by the box. Wait, hold on. Let me write it. Yes. Okay. okay we okay, agree. So, so Rich and I agree. It's, it's in the top. I had it recently, and it's the best. It, it's and like, Joel, you're not going to deny it either, because you love the chocolatey milk the chocolatey milk that's left over. Cocoa Pebbles, bro. Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles is the
2: king.
4: End the conversation. Yes. It's the king. It's it still until they came out with the cocoa corn f- frosted flakes. Oh, they're oh. not better than the pebbles. No, I oh, feel like really? I, well, I gotta try. You don't have a they try. They had we a leg up. It. They had a leg up on you already because they're the frosted
3: flakes. You just you you, just, you know why? Because you grew up eating flakes. <laughs> That's You're, true though. A, it's true. I ate the
4: pebbles. <laughs> Once I became the person that buys my own cereal,
3: I rebelled. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm never Nothing going back from to flakes. Never going back to flakes again. Hold on. So okay, my number one my number <laughs> yeah. one is Cocoa Pebbles. Rich, All what's right. your number one? Cinnamon Toast Crunch, uh, I think. I'm gonna, I mean, Cocoa Pebbles might be my number one, but I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch is hard to beat. I'm gonna go cinnamon toast crunch. So, Joel, is your number one flakes or the, the new chocolatey flakes?
4: Actually, if I just put just the right amount of sugar on them flates, they'd be better than frosted flates. But <laughs> frosted <laughs> flates is my number one. Danny frosted. G, very yeah, yeah.
5: Danny G, what's your number one? Alpha- bits. N- number one for me, Lucky Charms.
3: <laughs> wow. All right,
5: man. Honey Nut Cheerios is on the list. That's a great. That's a great cereal. That's but pretty basic. But when you basic. feel healthy, yeah, yeah. And my mom, maybe because this box was a little cheaper. Remember O's.
3: Yeah. Booty-o, yeah. Bootyos. Oh, Oh, she O's. got all the she got all the honey cereals. Uh, Spotty, what's your number one? Oh, man. King Vitamin. Ooh, I love King Vitamin. <laughs> man. Kaboom. Uh, Kaboom on a throwback. You
2: know, my wife still gets to this day, and they always had, they, they were different. You know, like every so often there was a Nintendo game that was a different color. Yeah. Corn Pops came in that silver bag. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. you like, who's fancy? Those were
4: always in school. Yeah. They all, the bright yellow box. Corn Pops. Corn Pops. Corn pop. That's a good I've, one.
5: I've had the gamut, and I'm t- like, my thought process is what would I get if I went to the
3: store right now? I mean, like, I haven't you, had cereal in years. I mean, you don't need to overthink it this no, much. No, I have to. I don't <laughs> Well, we'll come back um, to spot. But who's the mascot for Corn Pop? Some, some porcupine or something, It was the right? guy on the horseback, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. A, a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. But then it was some porcupine. Look, there was an evolution, right? Because anything that was sugary became honey. Uh, there was Sugar Smacks and Sugar Bear, and he turned into Honey Bear and Honey Smacks. The mascots changed throughout the year. So, yeah, there was some cowboy, and then it was the, I'm pretty sure it was a porcupine oh, was that or Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah, yeah Dak, Dak Prescott. Prescott, yeah. Dak Prescott was the
2: uh, mascot. <laughs> oh in the eighties that was uh, Danny White, Danny was on White. cereal.
5: I got a quick outlier for you, and this was one where if you put a layer of sugar on the top of it, it would sink to the bottom. Grape nuts.
3: Yeah. Grape nuts that Again, could uh, that a could a mom healthy cereal.
4: But when you're feeling healthy.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your sugar messed that up.
2: I, I'm looking at some of the ones Cavino's looking at right now. Hold on one second. Yeah, Cocoa I never Puffs. had Kaboom. What was Kaboom? Kaboom Did I miss was that out on Kaboom? Clown?
3: Yeah, my grandma always had that. Kaboom. Yeah. Kaboom, um, Steven. <laughs> yeah, no, she would always buy that. And didn't your grandmother call Coco Pebles? Coco Pebles, Esteban. <laughs> um, the regular Captain
4: Crunch would just tear your mouth up.
3: Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, oh. exactly. Um, Quisp on a throwback Thursday. Uh, I'm just thinking of some old ones. No one mentioned Frosted Flakes yet. Quisp. Are you? Is Mike Tyson talking or are you? What? Qu- yeah, uh, Quisp. <laughs> cookie
2: Quisp. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just Spinal. Quisp. Final.
3: Quisp. Final. I used to love Cookie Quisp. <laughs> no, it's just Quisp. Just Quisp.
2: <laughs> All right, I think on that note, Spot, give us your favorite so we can move on. I'll, I'm gonna stick with Fruity Pebbles. I feel like that would be the one I would go get. It's a good one. It's a good one. Hey, Kavino and Rich in for the great Dan Patrick here on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz and Mercedes-Benz Studio. We have more next right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock.
7: And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete.
1: A young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
3: All right, welcome back to CNR
2: on FSR. By the time you you usually hear this song at a wedding, like your drunk uncle has a tie around his head. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Hey, Dan Patrick, off today. Love uh, hanging with you guys. Covino and Rich live in the Mercedes Benz. And By the way,
3: if you're the uh if you're the guy saying drunk uncle with a tie in his head, I don't know what he's talking about. Then you're probably the drunk uncle. Yeah, true. There you go. Uh, at Covino and Rich on social media. Covino and Rich in real life. But again, shout outs to Joel and Spotty and Danny G. And Kevin Wyatt, everybody hanging out with us right now, all the affiliates. We appreciate you guys. Please subscribe to our podcast, too. We really appreciate that. We're on every day on Fox Sports Radio, but it's a pleasure to be on here uh, this morning for Dan Patrick. So search Covino and Rich, C-O-V-I-N-O. Again, just a kid from Union, New Jersey. in for Dan Patrick. Just try to make it. <laughs> and yeah, so please. We appreciate it. And if, if you leave a review, you qualify for a bribery ball. We have Fox Sports Radio, Cavino, and Rich footballs. Now, we're going to talk about players that you hated. Now you're forced to like. There's a few stories in the world of sports. It's kind of hard. Is it a progression? Do you just make the decision because they're wearing your jersey now? They represent your city? Is it that easy? How does it work for you? When a guy you typically hated
2: is now on your team, what do you do? Because there's a story, there's a couple There's a couple factors at play here. Because the NBA, a lot of moves, a lot of moves. And with Russell Westbrook, remember Aaron Rodgers woke up and he's like, wait a minute, where's Westbrook? Wait, what happened? Aaron, he's still in LA. Wait,
3: what? I thought they got rid of him.
2: No, on the, on the, on the Clippers. No.
3: Yeah. They're, I know, still, they're, I, they're still going to suck. I know you were in a four-day slumber, Aaron. Yeah. So, yeah, Russell Westbrook is now a Clipper, and right? I know uh, Ben
2: Maller, Monsi Balanos, who does the updates. I know a lot of Clippers fans here at Fox Sports Radio are probably fighting themselves. Like, wait a minute, I just spent the last months of my life making fun of the Lakers and Russell Westbrook. Wait, and now he's on my team?
3: Now I got to root for this guy? How do, you, how do you spin and twist that? I'm not sure Ben Maller had Westbrook in his ingredients for the baba ghanoush, for the, uh, <laughs> for the so. Clippers I baba ghanoush. I don't think so. He had Juicy Lucy, no, uh, no Russell Westbrook, and Patrick Beverly, polarizing character, Right. And anytime someone's polarizing, there's always that feeling of, I don't know if I could root for this guy. It's either the guy's flashy, he's outspoken, he's polarizing, or he's just really good and he destroys your team. That's why you hate a player, right? I hate this guy. He's a blowhard. He's a crybaby.
2: Why why did Met fans hate Chipper Jones back in the day? Larry! Because he owned the Mets. He owned them so much, he named his son Shea. So, yeah, so it's like,
3: exactly, it's so great. Um, That's like a Mets fan now having to root for Chipper Jones, right? So, Patrick Beverly now finds himself as a Chicago Bull, but he's trying to win over the fans because you know what he said? He said that his goal is to not only make the playoffs, but to knock the Lakers out. Because they play a few times down the street. Right, right. But now, Bulls fans are like, well, I like that. You know, yeah. he's trying to win us over, but I hated Patrick Beverly. So, but, wait, but when he's on your team. But when he's on your team. I, we
2: named these guys yesterday on our show, but to reiterate, guys like Richard Sherman. I remember in the 90s, as a Niners fan. Deion Sanders. Hated him. Then he came to the Niners for that championship run in 94, 95. and loved him. All of a sudden, I was like, prime time, baby. So you love a guy when he wins for you, but those same type of people when they're not
3: on your team. So, God, they're not likable. Again, hated players that now you're forced to love. You end up loving. Who comes to mind? How does it work for you? Does and it take a minute? It's interesting Do with they Chicago. Have to win? It's interesting with Pat Bev because Chicago
2: is on the outside looking in just outside of playoff reach as we speak. Same with the
3: Lakers. So he left the team so is a, on Ar- the bubble. So, and so is Aaron Lewis of he- Stained. I, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the outside. I'm on the outside. He's looking in. He's looking in. So Pat Bev. What do other guys come to mind? We were talking about Russell Westbrook. Guys that Again, it's always gonna be outspoken, flashy guys. Or again, a guy who owned your team. TO. T.O. comes to, to mind. oh. <laughs> for sure, as a guy like I hated this guy. TO Now I gotta root for this guy.
2: TO ran to the fifty yard line and disrespected the Dallas Cowboys star like he was uh, like he was Rick James on uh, on a couch. F y'all couch. Yo. <laughs> he put the ball down. The ultimate. And then disrespect. he ends up playing for the Cowboys, and Cowboy fans are like, "Yeah, we good. We're it's okay."
3: Come on, we're. It takes a minute, and the only way to really make it work uh, is to win, right? Yeah, is winning to cures all. Walk the talk, and then all of a sudden, everybody's on board, and they're supporting you, even though they hated you. Uh, but it does take a minute and it takes some campaigning too. We often reference Bryce Harper when we talk about stuff like this. Like Bryce there's, Harper? there's some campaigning involved in winning over the new fans. Bryce and Harper that... was a genius. Yeah. Shout out to the late great Lenny Poffo, the genius. The shout out to Lenny Poffo was right, rest in peace. Why would anyone hate Bryce Harper? Because he's good. Because he's arrogant. Or he plays with a sense. Or he looks a little it's arrogant. It's the hair. It's the hair. He's handsome. He's got the beard. Good stubble. He You're he like, that's this hair guy. Good beard, yeah. Right? So, you know, he, he has to campaign and win over new fans. So when he went to Philadelphia, keep in mind, we, you know,
2: time flies. He's been on the Phillies for a minute now. He was on the Washington Nationals. And when he was there, I'll tell you who hated him Mets fans. Phillies fans, Marlins fans, I don't know if they exist, but Marlins fans, (laughs) um, and and everyone else in that division, Braves fans, because he dominated when he went to the Phillies as a free agent. You know what he did? He started taking pictures, hugging the Philly fanatic. He was wearing Philly fanatic socks. He was talking about how he loves the city of brotherly love, and he's going to earn their love, and he's eating
3: cheesesteaks. And, yo, he dove headfirst in. He really did. Like, when you think back and and when you... Witnessed what he did, you're like, yo, that was really smart because he won everybody over. Everybody who hated on him, everybody that hated his Pompadour, and oh, this guy with the hair and the beard. Oh, and, and then the stupid eye black. Eye black yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember in his early days, he would pull it down. He was some sort of uh, warrior, uh, you know, <laughs> some sort of ultimate baseball warrior. And, you know, he did a great job winning them over. So we ask you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, how do you do it and who comes to mind? Players you hated. Why'd you hate him? And now you're forced to love him. I always hated, and my number one answer, again, I got number one answer on the board. Survey says. Okay, Steve Harvey. For me. For me. Number one answer for me. I always hated guys like Paul O'Neill. He's my number one like go-to when I think of stuff like this. You know why? Because he was like a crybaby kind of guy. And he had like a Ronald McDonald afro. And I'm like, this guy sucks. I hate Paul O'Neill. He's a crybaby. Look at him crying. He said the Ronald McDonald. <laughs> he went to the barber and asked for the Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Same
2: like when uh, Howie Long goes to the barber and he goes, can I get the Hulk Hogan? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah he, Not yeah. Howie. Terry Bradshaw. Terry, Terry Bradshaw. Howie Long just says, uh, military cut, please. No. Uh, Howie Long asked for the Brian Bosworth. Or did Brian Bosworth ask for the Howie Long? Yeah, I messed it up. Um... <laughs> No, but Paul O'Neill, like he had a Ben Savage haircut. I don't think, I think Jimmy Johnson just wears a helmet. I don't think that's I think it's a helmet. It's a hair helmet <laughs> it is. Like those little people, like the little toys. Yeah. It's a hair helmet. So Paul O'Neill. Why is he polarizing? I don't know. His his crybaby attitude, the way he'd come back and beat up on a Gatorade cooler. He'd smash a water cooler, he's swinging a bat, crying and pouting. Then, when he came to the Yankees and he brought that fire and fury and that winning attitude and those expectations to the Yankees, and I saw him win and produce, I'm like, and watched him every day. Yeah. I'm like, man, the guy who I hated and I thought was a big crybaby, I love this guy. I love this guy. Let me just say that
4: as a true Detroit fan, we, we don't have that problem. <laughs> no no one, decides, have. no one decides to jump ship to go to Detroit? We hate players that leave us.
3: So we hate a lot of teams. I'll tell you what. And a Kong right now. Well, he's one of those hateable guys. Joe. I'll tell you this. Uh, you, you know fun, why? Because he plays dirty. That's another factor of why people hate somebody. He's a dirty player. Or he... he he had the reputation. Of I know being dirty I know this player. has been
2: the narrative before Joel, but you got to be a little excited to be an Alliance fan cuz they're going to be the the hot sexy team going into next season. You, you look great towards the end or, or do you know how to curb your enthusiasm well, with Well, see stuff?
4: this is what I'm saying. If you keep it in context of what we're talking about, that team is being generated from the ground up. There's no transfer, transplant coming to us except for the quarterback. But and that was a trade. Was, yeah. yeah, they didn't want him. So we he, got plenty of them. I think Jer- I mean, you look at the Tigers, you look at the Red Wings, you look at the Lions, you look at I mean, all across the board, we don't really get players that we hated from other teams. We we don't have any. That's true. Well, that's how when I think of the Detroit Tigers, I still think of
2: like Lou Whitaker and Alan Trammell. <laughs> I still I still think of that team. I still think of uh Fielder. I still think of uh who was that all players who left us. Yeah, all players. Chet Lemon. Verlander left you. Oh! Max Scherzer left you.
4: Man. Matt Noakes I Nokes think we get the you. picture, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So. Barry Sanders
2: and Megatron decided to just be like, Yo, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out. Two of the best players of all time hey. just decided to be like, yo, Detroit, later.
5: You guys are both originally from the East Coast. Roger Clemens comes to mind. Yankee and Red Sox player.
2: Yeah, this, you know is a, what? this is a guy that you had to hate as a kid. Being a Yankees fan, you know, when when the Rocket was winning Cy Youngs for the
3: Red Sox, how could you have loved him? It was tough, but you win, right? And that's the uh, that's the deciding factor here. And the Yankees won with Clemens. You wouldn't know it if you went to the stadium because they removed him from all the montages and videos. But you know he won. You know, uh, same with Johnny Damon. You know that was an adjustment. You went from hating the guy to loving the guy just because he's wearing your jersey. You know, how fickle of a fan are you? Can you do that automatically? Uh, and again, the reason A-Rod we bring this up... a was a big one too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt, you know? But again, he humbled himself and he was like, you know what, I'm willing to move to third for Jeter. It's Jeter's team. I'm just on it. I'm just A-Rod. Uh, but again, he won. They won with A-Rod. So that's when it sort of changes and your your perspective changes. The reason we bring this up again is Patrick Beverly, very polarizing, outspoken guy, was on his own podcast talking about, hey, Chicago. My mission is to beat the Lakers now. And to bring bring us to the playoffs. And to bring us to the playoffs. But they went from hating this dude to now, hey, you know what? I guess we got to get on board and love this guy. And that usually happens. They're hateable people, hateable players until they're on your team. And again, Russell Westbrook, our own Ben Maller and Monty Bolaños, hating on him as a Laker, forced to love him now. Got to root for him. That's your team. Who else comes to mind? Uh,
2: I'm looking at our feedback. John Bronanski hit us up, and he said it's hard for him not to think of guys he hated that helped his Blue Jays win a World Series. He said Ricky Henderson, Roger Clemens, David Cohn. There's a lot of guys that were hired guns for the Blue Jays. Wasn't Dave Winfield on that squad? They want a chip, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, you won a World Series? You sort of like the guys, right? Tom Brady. You think people in Tampa were all like, yeah, TB12. Yo, Joe, you know me, you, Kavino. Believe it or not, we're all Tom Brady fans. But I'll tell you what, there are people in Tampa that probably hated on him. And then it was like, well, you don't hate him when he gave you a Super Bowl, do you? What about people (laughs) in Philadelphia that are like big-time animal lovers and they had to come to grips with Michael Vick, who was their quarterback for a while?
3: I got a question for you. Um, as we edge closer to the weekend, I'm very pumped for it. Love the short work week. It's a Thursday that feels like a Wednesday. Oh, and John hit us up and said we're sleeping on Apple Jacks,
2: by the way. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, Apple Jacks. Jacks. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Right, Another sorry, school back, cereal. Back, yeah. back to you. Very sorry. old
3: school. <laughs> uh, you, you still get them in a little box, the variety pack with some Fruit Loops. Um, speaking of hateable, and again, there's something magical about it because you'll tune in just because you hate that guy so much. Right, like how many people watch Floyd Mayweather fights just to see if he lost because he didn't like his his arrogance or his flashiness? Um, How many people you think watching this weekend just to see Jake Paul potentially lose to Tommy Fury? Very hateable, very hateable guy. He's the problem child, right? So it's it's also good marketing. We gonna watch that this weekend together? I think so. We'll, We'll probably talk some more about it tomorrow. How much we pay? Is it is it a pay? It's a pay per view, right?
2: Usually I'd say I I got it, but I feel like for Jake Paul, I feel stupid spending all the money, so we'll split it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, hateable dude. Polarizing guy. Well, hey, your feedback, your phone calls, we'll take them. In for Dan Patrick. You got Kavino on Rich and Fox Sports Radio live from the Mercedes-Benz studio. More next right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
6: app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards.
1: Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time, so saddle up for
8: all the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right there on the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they
0: opt in with the code DP. Only on the DK Horse app. Who's the real goat, Jordan or Jordan? Montel Jordan. (laughs) This is how we do it. If you're listening to the podcast,
3: you might not be hearing it in the future, but Joel playing some Montel Jordan, getting me fired up for the weekend. It's Cavino and Rich, CNR on FSR, in for the Dan Patrick Show. I want to thank everyone. Who was hoping to hear Dan Patrick. You know who's really shocked about and hearing and us today? And still enjoyed us. Yeah, and still enjoyed yeah. us, obviously. But uh, Rip Van Rogers as Mike. You know Mike who runs this place? Yeah, Mike. Yeah. He's now calling him uh, <laughs> Rip Van Rogers. Yeah, Mike the guy that runs the place. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mike. You know, Rogers emerged from the darkness today. And he uh, probably uh, hey, woke up. Am I? Am I? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, put on uh, the Dan Patrick show. I love the Danettes. <laughs> Who the hell are these guys? <laughs> that's what Dan, that's exactly what Aaron Rodgers said. Aaron Rodgers probably the most shocked to hear us today, expecting to hear Dan Patrick. And guess what? We'll be here again tomorrow, and we discuss weekend hobnobbing, something yeah. we always do on our show. What
2: to do this weekend? What to what to watch in the world of sports and streaming, and what shows to catch up on. So that and a bunch more tomorrow. Brought to you by the Mercedes Benz. Uh, studios here. Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2023 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. That's MBUSA.com.
3: Again, at Covino and Rich, if you want to play along at home. go to your phone calls now at 877-99 on Fox. Oh, so you
2: know what, Scott hit us up. We're talking about athletes that are polarizing to the point where when they're on your team, you love them. But when they're not on your team, you're like, I hate that guy! Exactly. He said, uh, you know, as a Minnesota guy, he said, A.J. Pruszynski. A.J. Pruszynski, yeah. Again, polarizing guy. When that guy came back into the mix with socks, Sox and other team, yeah. yeah. The Giants, like, yeah, it's just not likable when he's not on your team. I felt that way as a Mets fan about Jose, 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 Jose. Jose. Jose Reyes was one of those guys that when he's on your team, you love him. When he's not, you're like, hmm, I hate this guy. I hate this guy. Uh, Jimmy in Kansas. You're on with Kavino and Rich. In for DP. What's up?
6: Hey, guys. First of all, just a couple quick things.
1: Love, love, love the show. Thanks, uh, man. Thank you for the bribery ball. It's awesome. Thank you.
2: Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, get yourself a bribery ball like Jimmy and just subscribe to the podcast and leave a nice review And we pick random friends to give uh, the bribery balls to. What's up?
1: Okay, so I wanted to weigh in just real quick on a couple of things. Uh, I'm a big Jets fan, and I absolutely – you guys kind of already said one. Michael Vick and Brett Favre, I hated them. Of course, until they signed with the Jets. Yeah. (laughs) You know –
2: there were so many no, people that were fine, probably no. like, I hate Favre, and then Jet fans were like, all right, I guess so. Oh. How many people mocked Aaron Rodgers in New York, especially with all the COVID stuff? But and you know what it exposes? It
3: exposes that thin line between love and hate, because if you're so easily swayed and now you love the guy, that means the whole time while you were hating him, you were just hating him for jealous reasons. Oh, wait, does that mean every girl that hated you sort of maybe loved you too? That's kind of where I'm
4: getting at, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, look at Brett Favre, though. I left Green Bay. Hmm? I went to the Jets. Yeah. What do you, Green, do? You know what? It would be You're really... following in my footsteps. Really? you going to do that? It, it would
2: be pretty wild to think that two iconic Green Bay quarterbacks sort of like
4: ended with the Jets. I don't know if I was Brett Favre if I'd appreciate that. I don't think it's going to happen. But we're about to find out. Derek Carr.
2: Jimmy G. You know, I, I'm just being a New Yorker. I just though the Jets have that like... Losing reputation, even when they do well, there was the Mark Sanchez, Rex Ryan period where they did have a couple good years. We forget they were they, were, they competed for a couple of years.
3: I don't think at this stage of of Rodgers' legacy, he's going to want to take the chance to be the savior for a losing franchise, mm. or a, fran- a franchise that has that sort of stigma, all that added pressure on him. No, mm. he's going to want to go to a team that could could contend without that reputation. Man, it's, it's rough though because if you go to the Raiders, are you're, you're, you're in the same division with Mahomes.
2: You're in the same division with Justin Herbert and the same division with a Russell Wilson and now Sean Payton. You go to the East, you're with Josh Allen. So like, he's sort of running out of places to go. It's
4: simpler than that. If he stays where he's at, it hurts the Lions. So he'll stay.
2: Arrivederci. Joel wants him out. It's a (laughs) dandata. Northern California. Let's go to Will. Will, you're on with Kavino and Rich. Good morning, you guys. What's up, man? How are you doing? We're good. Uh, I, I live three quarters of a mile where, from where Aaron Rodgers grew up.
3: And and isn't and you that weird.
2: I mean, it's
5: above Chico. I mean, we're, we're talking population eighteen hundred. Not many people. And you and, and you and you
2: peeked in his windows. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a weirdo. No, uh, that's cool though. Do you think Aaron yeah. Rodgers? Where do you think he ends up? Will? Okay. Well, I want to. Uh, where's he going to end up at with the uh, Jets? Wow. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's 30, there's, you know, we're talking about 32 teams. There's only about five choices, right? When you think about it. So, hey, make he on Yeah, that guy.
5: That <laughs> was guy. he trying to battle Bob in Oregon as our Aaron Rodgers insider? I, don't I
4: think, think so. I he did was way great. back. He did a throwback
2: Yo, insider. It's me, Will. I live in the hometown of Aaron Rodgers, and I know that Aaron used to go to the Subway sandwich shop <laughs> right up there.
5: Let's see if our insider is still on the line. Yo,
2: there. Bob, are you still there?
5: Bob organ here. And oh. I've got some news for you guys. Oh, Bob's oh, one what, last what's, update. What's the
3: scoop on Aaron Rodgers?
6: Well, uh, after enjoying his corned beef and hash at the local wild goose there, um, he went to the hardware store <laughs> and the only report I was able to get from the waitress about the meal was the extremely, you know, big size of his tip.
2: The big size of it. Oh, wow. on, on the bill. On the bill. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Oh, I was like, wow, you, he, he came out of the darkness with no clothes on. Uh, it was Sean in Sacramento. Uh, <laughs> last call on this. Sean, what do you think, man? What's on your mind?
4: Yo, my brother's from another mother. Hey, Joel in the morning time, man. I like the little mix y'all got going oh, that's on. It's fun, yeah. man. Yeah.
3: yeah, we have fun.
4: It's kicking it big. But, but uh, Real quick, for all of the other welfare slash WIC kids, best cereal ever. Honey bunches of oats and kicks. Like I'm just gonna get that out the way right now. Good and ones. I, I got to. I got to say, man, look, I, I think that there was a little bit of conflict when Chris Webber came to Sacramento Kings. I mean, the dude was basically a bust, the, the timeout gate, all that stuff, and we man. traded for this dude. He cried on the plane over here because he said he thought he was getting shipped over to a cow town, and look what happened, man. Big sloppy kisses between the fans and him. He ended up doing a full-page article in the uh, newspaper when he ended up getting traded to Detroit. So it was, it was, it was a beautiful thing, man. That would be my pick.
2: Yeah, you know what? It's interesting. Sean brings up a story about Chris Weber not wanting to go to Sacramento and then loving it. You know who has a very similar story, and he just re-signed to uh, continue to call Mets games? Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez, when he got traded from the Cardinals to the Mets, he contemplated walking away. He's like, the Mets stink, because at that time, the Mets hadn't done anything. And Keith Hernandez is like, I hate New York. I hate the Mets. I hate everything. And look at that. ends up his whole career is sort of based around... All right, well, listen, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. Arima you, baby. We will see
3: you tomorrow. See you in the promised land. All right, goodbye now. Goodbye, guys.